Hey everyone, and thanks for tuning in to this week's message. My name's Aaron, and I'm on the staff team here at Eastlake. Everything we do around here depends on the generous donations of our local and online community. People just like you, who tune into these messages and see great benefit from living that idea that life is a gift and love is the point. So if you love what Eastlake is up to, we'd encourage you to contribute by going to eastlakecc.com. With that, let's jump into this week's message. Today, we hear from Bethel Lee as she wraps up our series, Everyday Spiritual Practices. Please check the description for links to our quarterly Spotify playlist and guided meditation. Hello. (laughs) So I literally have it in my notes. Number one, celebrate that you are recording on the Sony camera because I truly believed that it would happen for me for this last session. But you know what? I feel like it's more on brand for me right now (laughs) for this to have not worked out. So I'm just going with that. Not working out. If I was going to do a session number six, it would have to be about the spiritual practice of failing or letting go. So moving on, today we have the final session in this Everyday Spiritual Practices series. Number five, thanking, the spiritual practice of remembering. So I think that gratitude is the most popularized, the most well-known spiritual practice. It's the one that's gotten the most airtime. And because of that, I think that we all know that it's good to be grateful. It's just a question of whether we practice this or not. And gratitude, like all the other virtues, is a practice. It's a muscle that is only strengthened with consistent exercise. And I really like the example of brushing your teeth because what happens with a lot of spiritual practices, I think, is that we do it one time, maybe even in a big way. You know, we make some space in our schedule, we take out some time, we go on a retreat or watch a workshop or listen to a talk, and then we take part in this spiritual practice. And that's no small thing. It takes a lot of uh, planning and work and sacrifice to make room like that. And so we intentionally give ourselves to this practice and we do it one time. We do a practice of meditation or reframing or confession. But we just do it that one time and then we expect it to change our lives. And that's just not how it works. If you brush your teeth one time on one day, that's not going to make a difference for the long haul. You have to keep doing it. Just like everything else, like work, like money, the benefits of spiritual practices really multiply when they compound. So with that said, you all know what gratitude is. You all know that It's good to have it. So with today's session, I just want to focus on one specific way to practice it consistently in our lives. And of course, this begins with a story. 
In the Hebrew scriptures, there is a moment within the story of the Exodus. And for those of you who may have forgotten or who aren't familiar, Exodus is basically the, the time, the space between leaving what you don't want and arriving at what you do want. So in the story, Moses helps lead his people, the Israelites, out of slavery in Egypt, and they're headed to the Promised Land, but first, 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. That is Exodus. So during this Exodus time, on the early side of the 40 years, there's a moment where Moses is having an important conversation with God. Basically, a lot of shit's gone down. The Israelites have been pretty naughty, have gotten into quite a bit of shenanigans because being in Exodus is hard. Uh, so they've strayed and Moses is feeling insecure, feeling scared that God might back out of the covenant that God made with the Israelites. Thus, in this conversation, Moses is trying to get God to recommit. You know, give me some reassurance that you're going to continue to be there for us, he's saying. And God responds, yeah, I got you. I like you. I know you. I got you. My presence will go with you and I will give you rest, says God. And Moses is like, okay, that's nice. That's nice. But um, I need a little bit more of a deposit. So if you're really going to stay loyal to us, if you're really going to keep your promises, then show me something you've never shown anyone before. Show me your glory. And God says, okay, I'll show you my good good. I will strut in front of you in all of my glory. But you can't see my face. That I cannot do. You can't see my face. No one can see my face. So as I pass in front of you, I'm going to cover you with my hand. And as I'm leaving, all you will see is my back. And I love this image, this reminder that our inability to see God, to see purpose, to see hope, goodness, glorious things, does not equate to an absence of God of glory, of goodness, but can actually be caused by their nearness to us. That it's God's closeness that can ironically block our view. The God within us, the goodness, the glory, the light within us, as Jesus would refer to it, that we just can't seem to see because it's so close because we're busy looking somewhere else, because we're looking off into the horizon. We're looking for someone else, for something else to save us, to inspire us, to reassure us, but it's right here within us. Jewish sages have interpreted that Moses could only see God's backside because we can only ever see where God has just been. The spiritual practice of remembering, 
the practice of taking the time to remember the glorious things that we just witnessed today. The glorious and good things that just passed us by. The practice of noticing the glimpses, because sometimes, often, glimpses are all that we get. Your perspective right now, your outlook on this world, on existence, on life, is all about what you choose to remember. It's all based on whether you choose to clock the goodness that passed by you today. Did you have a good day or did you have a bad day? That depends on what you choose to remember, what you choose to notice, what you choose to carry forward with you into tomorrow. And if you're like me, you're probably thinking, well, I'm not going to be selective about how I remember the past. I'm going to remember it the way that it actually happened. But nobody remembers anything the way, the exact way that it happened. Every memory has been selected, has been interpreted, has been taken in through one particular perspective. And so it is your choice on whether you want to give attention to the glimpses of goodness and glory in your day or if you only want to focus on and thus multiply the things that do not make you feel grateful, the things that make you feel resentful and bitter. How you choose to remember your past determines whether you are grateful for your life today or whether you resent living at all. Isn't that crazy? But it's true. How we remember determines who we are and who we will become. So now I want to move us into a practice via our journaling time. So please go get something to write with and something to write on. I want to introduce you to a beautiful practice of remembrance and gratitude that comes from the Jewish tradition called Dayenu. Dayenu is a traditional Passover song over a thousand years old that names the gifts that God blessed the Jewish people with. And how it's structured is that after each line of blessing that they express, thanks to God for, they sing Dayenu, which means it would have been enough. So this one blessing would have been enough, they sing, and yet here's another, and that would have been enough, but here's another. And the song has 15 stanzas. So the first five name the ways that God brought the Jewish people out of slavery, the next five stanzas name the five miracles that God blessed them with. And then the next five name the five ways that God came close 
to the people. So we're going to use this Daye Nu song as a guide, as a structure for our journaling today. And there's two ways that you can do this. Um, either just look back on one day, like yesterday, or look back on your whole life or a big chunk of your life. So you can either do a more uh, micro look at a day or a bigger chunk your whole life. And you're going to be writing 15 blessings or 15 things that you're grateful for from either just one day or your whole life, uh, 15 big moments. Um, and there's two ways to do this. Either you can follow the format of the song by writing five ways that you've been liberated, five miracles that you've experienced in your life, and five ways that God or goodness has come close to you. So you can follow that structure, 555. And the other way of doing it is uh, moving backwards. So if you're going to do yesterday, you would start from the night to the morning. If you're doing your whole life, you start from this moment in your life um, and then move till uh, move into childhood. Um, but you'll write 15 lines like this. If blank, if something, a blessing, a, a gift in your life, if blank, it would have been enough, but blank. So an example is, like a simple example would be if I was doing the last day, if I had gotten to sleep through the night, it would have been enough. But I also had this fascinating dream. Or say that I've moved on into the morning. If I had gotten to drink a cup of coffee, it would have been enough. But I also got to stir in some yummy raw honey into that coffee. So there's a little simple simple uh, versions or simple examples. Um, and if you're going to do your whole life, if you're going to do bigger picture stuff, then, you know, it could be like um, a true example for me would be if I had a partner who is loving and kind, it would have been enough. But Dave and I also laugh like kids every day. So things like that. So you're going to do 15, either from one day working backwards or from your whole life working backwards, finding the big moments in your life. So please take at least 10 minutes to work on that and then come back. At the heart of the practice of Dayenu is this teaching that we will never fully know, recognize, really let sink in how blessed we are until we speak aloud our blessings in detail. And so for our circle work, for your uh, conversations in your groups or partners with your partners, you're gonna share your stanzas, your lines, what you had just written, the 15 things you had written. And after you read all of yours, working backwards from like 15 until the first one. After you finish reading it, I want you to say something that resonates with you, but um, 
one one practice that people have is to end it by saying, surely I am blessed. And then the group says to you, surely you are blessed. But if that doesn't feel right for you, maybe you can say, surely I am loved, or surely my life matters, or surely I have much to be grateful for. So just close it with a pronunciation of all the goodness that you recognize that you have in your life. And then whatever phrase you use, the group repeats it back to you and says it over you. everyone. Excuse the interruption for a quick minute. Uh, my name is Kristen. I'm one of the team members here at Eastlake, and we're so glad that you're joining us today on the podcast. Um, it's been so encouraging for us to hear stories from people all over the country and the world who are listening to these messages and resonating with this idea that we um, just keep saying over and over again, which is life is a gift and love is the point, and that we are all committed to being a beneficial presence in our own community. So thanks for joining us. I hope that that's resonating with you. Um, it's just really fun for us. So wanted to also say thank you to those of you who contribute this place. All of these things that we do are happening because of people who make consistent, um, even just small consistent gifts. Um, it helps us plan. It helps us know that there are really people behind us who want this thing to continue. So thank you to those of you who do that. If you haven't had a chance to give yet, I would encourage you to maybe think about doing that if you find this beneficial in your own life. Um, to make a contribution, it's really easy. You can go to eastlakecc.com and there's a donate button there with all the info. So thanks so much for tuning in. Let's get back to the message. And to close this session and this series, we are going to do a spiritual practice of meditation together now. I'm going to guide you in a version of loving kindness meditation that could really help us to seep and rest in gratitude. So I invite you to close your eyes. Sit comfortably with your feet flat on the floor and lengthen your spine. Relax your shoulders and your forehead. Smooth your brow. Soften your jaw. And as you keep your eyes closed throughout the whole meditation, Bring your awareness inward. Without straining or trying to concentrate too hard, just gently follow the guidance that I offer you. Take a deep breath in and exhale. Settle into an awareness of your body an awareness of your breath. Notice what your body is feeling. Notice sensations. And as you bring your attention to your breath, notice how it moves you. 
how it moves through you like a gentle wave. In this meditation, we're going to be focusing on the goodness within ourselves and others. First, we begin with ourselves, because as Jack Cornfield put it, if your compassion does not include yourself, it is incomplete. So take a deep breath, and as you exhale, allow yourself to remember your basic goodness. Remember the times you have been kind and generous. Recall your natural desire to be all the good things, kind, helpful, joyful, patient, and wise. If acknowledging your own goodness is difficult, it might help to picture yourself as a young child standing before you, perhaps three or four or five years of age. And look at that child as the most loving mother or father would. Perhaps this will help tender feelings of kindness to flow more easily to yourself. And when you experience this tenderness, notice how you feel it in your body. Maybe you feel some warmth or heat in your heart or in your face, in a smile, perhaps there is a sense of expansiveness. Now if you can sense a feeling of warmth in your heart, draw your attention to that. And as you do, think of a person close to you who loves you very much. It could be someone from the past or the present, someone still in life or who has passed. It could be a family member, a friend, a spiritual teacher or a guide. And imagine that this person is standing or sitting on your right side. And that they're sending you all their love. And now imagine another person who loves you very much. And imagine that this person is standing or sitting on your left side. And imagine that they are sending you every wish 
for your safety, for your well-being, and for your happiness. Feel the warm wishes and the love coming to you from those two people. And now imagine that you are surrounded on all sides by all the people who love you and have ever loved you. Picture all of your friends and your loved ones surrounding you, sending you wishes for your happiness, your health, and your well-being. Take it all in. Take in all the warmth and the love coming to you from all sides, filling you to overflowing with peace, joy, hope, safety, and love. And now repeat these words after me. May I be filled with loving kindness. May I be held in loving kindness. May I feel connected and calm. May I accept myself just as I am. May I be happy. May I know the joy of being alive. Take a deep breath in and exhale. Now let's remember and honor the goodness of others. Bring your awareness back to the person on your right side and on your left side. And begin to send the love and warmth that you feel back to these people. And as you do this, reflect on their goodness. Remember the particular things that you love about them. In your heart, feel the deep appreciation you have for them. And imagine that you're speaking these words to them as you repeat after me. May you be filled with loving kindness. May you be held in loving kindness. May you feel my love for you. May you accept yourself just as you are. May you be happy. May you know the joy of being alive. Take a deep breath in and exhale. 
Now, think of an acquaintance. This is someone you might see regularly, but might not know that well. So it could be a neighbor, or a grocery store clerk, a teacher, a doctor, or janitor. Someone who you see often, but you don't know that well. And draw your attention toward one acquaintance and picture them in your mind's eye. And as you look at them, acknowledge their inherent goodness and send them loving kindness as you repeat after me. May you be filled with loving kindness. May you be held in loving kindness. May you feel my appreciation for you. May you accept yourself just as you are. May you be happy. May you know the joy of being alive. Take a deep breath in. And exhale. Now, if it's possible for you, bring to mind someone with whom you've had a difficult relationship. Someone it's difficult for you to feel sympathy or compassion for. And as you imagine them in your mind's eye, see if it's possible to let go of any feelings of resentment or judgment or dislike for this person. And it might help to imagine them as a very young child, maybe three years old. Picture that child so deserving of love and kindness. And as you slowly watch them grow up in your mind, acknowledge the suffering and pain they have likely experienced. If it's possible, extend to this person the hope of goodness as you repeat after me. May you be filled with loving kindness. May you be held in loving kindness. May you know Love. May you accept yourself just as you are.
May you be happy. May you know the joy of being alive. Take a deep breath in and exhale. Finally, we are going to send loving kindness to everyone and everywhere all at once. And we'll do this by expanding our awareness by zooming out so that we can picture the whole world, Earth, right in front of you. As you look at the world, send your best intentions to everyone everywhere by repeating after me. May all beings be filled with loving kindness. May all beings be held in loving kindness. May all beings know they are loved. May all beings awaken and be free. May all beings know the joy of being alive. And now as we bring this meditation to a close, I just want you to zoom your attention back into yourself for a moment. And in the same way that you might warm yourself with sunlight, I want you to absorb all that loving-kindness energy that we just generated. Soak it all in. Soak in all that goodness. Deep breath in and exhale. Place your hands in prayer by bringing palm to balm. Lean your prayer, connect your prayer to your heart by bringing your thumb to your chest. And gently bow your face, your head, your mind toward your heart as well. And while you're here, just take a moment to notice what you're grateful for right now. Give thanks. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. And with that, this session and this five-part series comes to an end. Thank you for joining me on it. And until we meet again, the light, the good, the God in me recognizes, remembers, gives thanks for, and bows to the good, the God, the light in you. Thank you for joining us. To make a donation, 
head to eastlakecc.com slash donate.